the Rise Higher podcast has been designed to help you rise on your down days and go even higher on your good days. Let's rise higher together. Hi everyone, welcome to this week's episode of the Rise Higher podcast. Today we're talking about getting to the root cause. Getting to the root cause of our problems, of why our relationships and our life isn't exactly as happy, as fulfilled, and as passionate as we really want it to be. A super clear example of this is if you're in a relationship and it just doesn't feel good, if you're in a job and it just doesn't feel good, and if you're living with the same sort of recurring fears or unhelpful beliefs or behaviours that are just getting you down and aren't serving you. So maybe you've tried to resolve it, but the same situation keeps popping up. It might be a feeling of insecurity, of anger, of being seen, of being heard. It might be a fear of loving somebody, of really letting yourself go. And it's kind of like weed in a garden. And what we tend to do is just pull up a little bit of the weed that we can see, but we don't actually take up the root and all of the bottom underneath the soil that we, we can't see. And that's what we're going to do today. We're going to actually pull up the whole weed, including its roots, so that it won't grow again. Because we generally in life try to control the effects of what we see and of how we're feeling and of how we're behaving and then how other people are behaving as well. And we try and change other people. We try and change the situations when really... Again, if you've been following me for any amount of time now, you know that my philosophy is that we've got to go deep and we've got to change from the inside out. We've got to find the root cause. Why do we keep behaving the way we do? Why do we keep feeling like the way we do? And then we can make a massive impact, a massive change in our life. It's so important because we tend to end up spending too much time on resolving the things that we think we need to resolve. And whilst that's good, it's good to have that awareness of, right, I'm angry in this situation, or I get frustrated in this situation, or I feel full of fear in this situation. That awareness is good, but if we don't get to the root cause, if we just keep treating the effects, it's almost like putting a plaster on or putting an ointment on the skin So if we cut ourselves and we just keep putting a plaster on, but we don't actually take out what's cut us, then then the problem is still there. It will come around again. It will pop up again. We go round in circles and it can lead us to feel disappointed and frustrated. So if we're always angry at our partner, if we're always stressing, if we're always busy, if we're always scared of what may or may not happen, then if we've not done this inner work, we'll just keep creating more of the same. So we'll either create more of the same, we'll likely give up trying to change because we think, well, this is the way it's always been, it can't get any better. Or we'll look back in 10 years time and wonder, why haven't things changed? And be frustrated and be like, oh man, if I'd just done this work 10 years ago. And how do we do this? You know, how do we get to the root cause? It almost feels like it would be stripping back too many layers, that it would be quite painful. But this is exactly what I do when I work with clients. And it's the whole philosophy 
of my processes, my system and the book that I released earlier this year. It's all about working on ourselves from the inside out. So the effects, like we've said before, are the results that we see in, the la- in, our, in our life. So it's the results that we see, but it's based on what's going on on our insides, the good and the bad. Now, this is the key. Here's the thing. We don't always want to believe that. So if we don't have enough money, for example, and we've got a lack of money or a lack of time, it's all lack, doesn't matter what, doesn't matter whether it's time, money, food, whatever the lack is, that's the main belief. If we haven't got that, then we almost try and justify it by looking outside of ourselves for a reason why we haven't got enough money. So it's either like my boss doesn't pay me enough, or, you know, maybe there's not enough to go around, or it's because my partner spends a lot. We get that one in relationships where one person is a spender and one is a saver. So there can be blame that goes on there. And we almost, we almost want to believe that because it's easier to blame somebody else. It's, it's hard and it takes discipline and it takes effort to think, do you know what? whatever's happening on the outside, I am powerful enough that I can go inside and change it. Now, there's a line in A Course in Miracles that says, nothing outside of me can hold me back. And it's true with everything. Nothing outside of us has got the potential to affect us. And this is one of the keys. I'm going off track a little bit here. But this is one of the the other philosophies is that, you know, if we defend ourselves all the time, if we feel like we've got to stick up for ourselves and sort of respond to people and sort of fight our way through life, then we're defending all the time. It's like we're attacking people back. So somebody might be a bit cranky with us because they're tired. We then attack back. But it's coming back to this real sense of, knowing who we are, knowing why we're here, knowing what we're capable of, knowing how powerful we are and that we have got the power within us to change everything, to change ourselves and to change the ex- the effects that we experience in life and the experience that we live in every area. Like this is really powerful stuff. It means that we're taking back control. The world, the media, certain religions, life, it can be so busy, it almost tells us what to fear, what to think and how to feel on a daily basis, especially in the last year. And I feel like, I don't know about you, but we're coming out of these lockdowns and there's almost like stress associated with that because it's again, we've got this change going on and we've still got all these things that we're told to fear and all of these feelings that come along with it. But if we want our life and our relationships to change, we have to change on the level of cause. That means it's an inside job and this is how we do it. There's five steps. The first step is all about coming back to ourselves. So in the book, it's called the body section because instead of focusing on the world, 
other people, what's going on in the economy, what's going on in our relationship with such a body, say parents, our intimate partner, with children, it's friends, everything. It's saying, right, come out of the chaos and the busyness of the world and come back into our own body. And we do that by breathing. So it's a case of, right, I'm feeling angry, I'm feeling anxious, I don't really feel like myself, so I'm going to bring myself out of fight or flight, which something like 90% of the population lives permanently in a state of fight or flight. And we're not, you know, fighting our way in the jungle anymore, or we're not fighting for food, but, and we might not be fighting in the street, but we just feel that anxiety of what might happen, of will there be enough money, and it's almost that fear, that constant fear, that triggers our nervous system to go into fight or flight all the time. We're not running from famine or wars, but we're running from the stress and chaos and busyness that's in the world. Coming back to our breath means we're coming back into the present moment in any given moment where we feel our minds has just gone crazy. So in those moments, say if you've got a a young child and it gets to a point where they're tired, they're cranky and you feel yourself reacting to that tantrum, it's a case of bringing ourselves back into our power. So it's like, right, I don't need to be at the effect of that tantrum or somebody being mean to us, for example, the other day, I had a message, a text message, and it was quite mean, quite direct, quite blunt. I could have taken offence by it. And in the past, I would have done. I would have got really lost in it. And, oh, they're really mad at me. They're really angry. And I just chose to not be at the effect of someone else's day, basically. It was like, okay, they might be having a bad day, but they don't need to affect my day. And that's where coming out of fight or flight means that we get to choose our response. It's all within us. The choice is always inside of us. Step two is about our mind. So I've already talked about how our minds are bombarded from the moment we pick up our phone in the morning, from the moment we turn on the TV, from the moment we get into the office or we're on a call, we're bombarded with other people's fears, with the fear of the world, with other people's thoughts and beliefs. And if we don't cultivate that space every single day where it's like, right, I am going to get my S-H-I-T together and breathe, get into, get into my power again and go within my mind past all the craziness. So in the book, it's called The Mind Section and it's all about our mind. If you imagine your mind now, if you just close your eyes and you imagine your mind And you've got all of this busyness and all of this noise and all of these thoughts and almost like a buzzing and relentless chatter that can go on. And what we need to do every day, and that's the purpose of meditation, is to go beyond all of that to the very centre of our mind. Now, in the very centre of our mind is our real mind. It's us, it's what we think, it's what we believe. But surrounding it is all of the clouds and all of the things, beliefs, behaviours, 
fears, limitations, everything that we've picked up that we run on. So it's about stripping it back and going right back to the center of our mind. Step three is a huge, huge, huge part in any work I do with couples in relationships. And it took me years to embrace it. Absolutely years. I wish I'd done it when I first read about it. Because I almost thought that it was too it was too simple to be that powerful. And I also thought that I didn't have anybody that I held a grievance against. Until I call it the night <laughs> the night of sort of the awakening night almost. And they, they say there's no overnight awakening. And I don't believe there is. This was a build-up of years of working with gurus and traveling to find the best spiritual teachers to learn this stuff from. They, they were teaching it me for years. They were telling me what to do. And it was only this night when I actually applied the theory, which is what the book's about, which is what all my coaching is about. It's about applying the theory. It's one thing to know, to meditate, to breathe, to forgive people. But actually sitting down and doing the work is another thing entirely. Because we're in fight or flight, we think we don't have the time. Because we're listening to all the chaos within our mind and the busyness, we think we almost listen to that voice which tells us it's not that powerful. But it's that voice that doesn't want us to change. So when we actually practice forgiveness, it can be that liberating that it almost, it almost upsets your body a little bit in that we can hold on to so much anger, frustration, resentment, so much grief from experiences that we've been through. Some, it can go all the way back to childbirth and some of these experiences can sort of be repeated and can haunt us and can make us keep recreating certain circumstances throughout our life. So for example, one lady that I work with, she, when, when she was born, it was quite a, a tricky birth. She was separated from her mother for a few days and she has never really felt a true connection with her mum and that's quite painful for her and, and she never really realised why until we sort of did this work, we went right back to the core, we went deep and found out the root cause of the problem, which wasn't just affecting her relationship with her mum, but it was affecting her being distant from other people as well. It's like she could never really fully love people and give people, you know, the best of herself. And when we actually practice forgiveness, we realise that lots of different memories can come up to us which, which can sound a bit scary but when you're doing it with somebody when somebody's guiding you through it you realize that it's good it's like a it's like brushing the floor you will get a bit of dust coming up but it's a real clearing out and it affects us on so many levels if we've got poor digestion poor elimination for women if our periods are imbalanced Men, if, if, if you can be triggered by anger, then it can all come down to holding on to resentments and grievances and they block our system up. So forgiveness is huge. The fourth step is to, we, we know all of this 
we know we've got work to do, but it's almost like we don't know, we don't know that there's a power greater than us that can help us. And this power is sat waiting for us. It's saying, hi, I'm here, but you need to ask me and then I will help. So it won't violate our free will. It will let us do what we want in this world until the point where we're like, hi, I need help. So for an example, one lady that I worked with just couldn't seem to get that connection with her intimate partner. She just felt this sort of anger and resentment for the smallest things and just couldn't let herself go and be within the relationship. She tried to change him, she tried to blame him, but when we worked together, she realized that some of what was happening was her part. Was he innocent? No, he had his part to play as well. But the work we do is always on ourselves first. If we want to change, we have to do the work on ourselves. Asking for help from outside mentors, from people who've been there and done it before, asking for help from the universe, from God, from a power, from angels, whatever it is you believe in. And when when I was in one of my darkest times, it wasn't like an elegant, eloquent, is that the word, elegant request. It was a messy kind of plea for help. Oh my God, I can't do this on my own anymore. I've tried to change. I've tried to resolve it, but I don't know what to do. Please help me. And boom, that's when step five happens. This is when we can be helped because we're saying, we've asked, we're like, look, I can't do this on my own. I need help. And this is where things start to change and things begin to happen that we could never have possibly imagined before. Our soul, the very centre of ourselves has been waiting for this day when we say enough is enough. But we can't just stay in the pain. We've got, we, we analyse, we've got to do some analysis of the pain. We've got to look back a little bit. We've got to find out where it's come from and deconstruct it. But the power with coaching is that we don't stay there. We don't have to know exactly who we got it from. We just have to find that awareness of, oh, that's why I'm behaving the way I am in this relationship because of what happened 20 years ago or when we were five or whatever. But like I said, that's where coaching is powerful because we have that awareness and then we put steps in place to change it. And that is where the power is. Yes, there are childhood wounds to look at. And I always say that if we don't address our childhood wounds, our most intimate relationships will. Because that's where we be ourselves fully. That's where the real us, the real pain that we've been dealing with. Often we're so used to the pain that we're carrying that we think that it's normal. But we've almost forgotten that version of us that is happy and loving, open, being, trusting and surrendered, those words almost seem alien to us because we're so used to being in this fight or flight, anxious, trying to make things happen, grasping kind of state. This disconnected state seems so more familiar to us than being really connected with other people. But the connection starts with ourselves. So if you're thinking, I don't know where to start, then get a copy of the book, 
or re-listen to the, this podcast episode and go through the steps, the book really does break down how to do each step though in, in a lot more detail. Reach out to me, we can go through them together. That's what I do. I do it with women, I do it with couples and we go through this system from the inside out. It's deep work. I call it almost root cause analysis because it's we've got to get to the root cause. We've got to pull up the weed and its roots and it's liberating when we do it. And if you think I've not got time, I'm so busy, I've got so much work on my business, I've got so much to do, I've got kids, I want a life as well and have a bit of fun, then I've, I've made it as simple as I can. I've traveled the world, I've read all the books, I've done every course going, I've met and I made sure I was in front of the wisest teachers, gurus, spiritual teachers, shamans, monks, you name it. I got in front of them to ask them what it was that was wrong, what it was that was wrong with me that was stopping me being that person I knew I could be. All the answers are in the courses I run and are in the book. They're all in the podcast that I do every week as well. So there's plenty of plenty of free stuff out there where you can find out exactly what you can do today to start making a difference. And honestly, the, the, the quicker you start, the quicker you see the change and you'll start to realise, you'll start to connect back to that power within you and you'll start to be like, I wish I'd reconnected sooner. So as ever, we'll do a guided visualisation now do it somewhere where you won't be disturbed, where you're nice and comfy. Go within and just let yourself go with it. And I will see you on the other side of the visualisation. Okay, so start to bring your attention onto your breath. And this is the first step we can always come back to at any time when our mind has gone crazy and we can always come back to our breath. So inhale through your nose and exhale through your nose. Inhale and exhale. Inhale and exhale. And by bringing the attention back onto our breath, we come away from the noise in our mind and we focus on ourselves again. We come back to our core. And our breath is a reflection of what is going on in our mind. So if we're struggling to breathe, if we're feeling anxious, then our breath, the speed of our breath will reflect that. So just keep breathing in a nice rhythm, inhale and exhale. Just allow yourself this time to just breathe properly. So often when we're at work and we're working from home and or we're on calls or we're just doing our general day-to-day -day activities, we can be breathing quite rapid and slow into our chest. And by starting these deep breaths, we can start to fill up our tummy with air instead of just our chest. So breathe in and feel your tummy expand. 
and on the exhale release and let go. Inhale feel your tummy expand and exhale release and let go. And the whole point of today's episode is to bring us back to ourselves, to reconnect us to us. So often we focus on connecting to other people and whilst it's great to have relationships with other people, the most important relationship we can ever have is the relationship we have with ourselves. And if there's something going on that we need to look at, whether we know what it is or not, now is the time to let that come to us. So throughout the visualization, just keep feeling your feet on the floor, sit with a straight spine and just keep breathing. When your mind takes you off, in all different directions, just keep bringing your attention back towards your breath. And just give yourself some gratitude for taking this time for you. Gratitude that you've given yourself this opportunity to be with yourself. Sometimes we are the last person we want to be with. And that's why we go to external things. That's why we shop. That's why we try and escape and numb ourselves. And it's great to have safe places that we can go to, places that make us feel good, but it starts within ourselves. So whatever power you believe in, whatever faith system you have, if you don't have any sort of faith system, just think of a power that's greater than you. There's a power in the universe that can help us and support us and it's available 24 seven. It's almost like electricity. It's always there. We've just got to plug into it. And we plug in by having the awareness, by coming back into the moment to our breath, being present and going beyond the craziness of our mind. So imagine now that you're sinking down to the very core of your mind. Within your mind is a bright ball of golden white light. And it's almost like there's lots of clouds in the way but you keep sinking down further to the very core of your mind. And when you get to this center, this is your real mind. This is the place where we create from. This is where our power is. And from this place, our life can change. What we want is on the other side of forgiveness. There are so many blocks around our minds and hearts that we hold. So much anger, so much resentment. And now we're going to ask for help. Thank you for helping me to know what it is I need to know 
to be able to be my best self? What is it that I need to forgive and release? What is it I need to let go of? What experience, what memory, what person, place or thing do I need to heal from in order to move on? You might know, you might know now, you might have no idea, but just trust that whatever you need to know will come to you. And once we do this inner work, once we connect back to that power within us and we ask, we ask for help, release me from the conditions of mind which have created the fear, the anger, the lack, the disconnection. What is it that I need to know? Who or what do I need to forgive? And who or what do I need to release are key questions. And we will be shown. Keep breathing nice and deeply into your tummy. And exhale and release. Inside your mind, it's like your whole mind has been taken over with this bright white light. And now start to see a situation in your life that you want to have. You want it to improve. See it improving. Feel how differently you show up in that experience. Whatever outcome you want to have, see yourself behaving in a way that creates that. You're free now of all the blocks that have been holding you back from all the old limitations. You're back in the present moment, you're back in the centre, the core, the power of your mind. And from this place you can create something different, a different experience, a different belief. Once we let go of everything we need to let go of, once we know what it is that's holding us back, once we feel it in our hearts, we can let it go and then we grow. And this way, our soul comes alive. We start to worry less we start to live with less anger and resentment. We start to be happier and feel more free and loving. We start to see and feel synchronicities in life. We're going to the root cause. We know we've got this power within us in any moment to go back deep within ourselves and change. So bring your attention back to your breath now. Breathing deeply and exhale and release. Breathing deeply and exhale and release. And when you're ready, 
you can open your eyes and come back into your body, into the room. You might want to wiggle your fingers, wiggle your toes, move your head a little bit, shake your body. And you've got this tool to come back to at any point. You've got the power within you to do what you need to do to make the changes. Yes, you might need help along the way. If you do, reach out, let me know. It's what I love doing. I could talk about it all day. We could do this work all day. It's magic. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed that. Let me know how you got on, how that visualization was for you. And if you've got any questions, you know where I am. If not, I will see you again next week. Bye.